Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, not a great night for me on Thursday, but I survived. Yeah, it felt like it could have been one of those spike nights where I lose seven, eight, nine units. Instead, I dodge a bullet, lose only two and some change, and I'll just call it a day and move on to the next. But let's recap the losing card for you. I cash on the Steelers minus the two and a half against the Titans, so that was nice to win that bet. My first quarter under system bets, I bet every single one. I bang my head against the wall. They're pointless. I continue to lose money. I had the under six and a half. It went over, and I lost the ticket. I liked the first half under between the Titans and the Steelers. I had the under 18 and a half. I also lost that bet. So, yeah, the first quarter goes over. The first half goes over. Guess what goes under? The full game. Yeah, you can't make it up. I'm frustrated. I'm a little mad, and I'm a little irritated about that. But that's gambling, of course. The prop bets work out a little better for me. I go two and one. I cash on Kenny Pickett under the 31 and a half attempts. And I know Coach G out there had the 30 and a half attempts and he had the under as well. So when it finished at 30, thanks to Matt Canada deciding, let's run the ball and make the Titans burn their timeouts. We were very happy about that. So we get the ticket home. I was not so fortunate, though, on Derrick Henry. I had the over 17 and a half rushing attempts. Kind of want to demand a recount here. I felt like he had 18, 19, 20 attempts, but they say he only had 17. I got to believe him anyway. Some of you got 16 and a half, so you want it. I unfortunately had the 17 and a half, so I lost that bet. Then Connor Hayward, I had under the 23 and a half yards receiving. He does get two catches, but they were short enough to let me cash the ticket. So I go two and one on the prop bets. And once again, we continue to have a good year on the prop bets in the National Football League. College football, well, it was a night to forget. I do get to cash on Texas Tech minus the three against TCU. I had Wake and Duke under in the first half, the under 23 and a half. I lost that ticket. Should have bet, uh, obviously, Wake Forest had the opportunity at 12 and a half last night before the news broke about Duke. Yeah, missed opportunity there. So I lose the ticket. Then South Alabama, this was a gut play. It was a dangerous play. I think I even called it aggressive on the podcast last night. They had a high ceiling, but they also had a low floor. Troy has a good defense. They proved it. South Alabama was up 7-0, had a field goal attempt to try to go up 10-0. They missed the kick, and then after that, momentum just flipped. Had no chance after that. I lose on South Alabama plus the four. I lose on South Alabama. I made the aggressive play to plus 154, I think it was, to go over 23 and a half points. And against that Troy defense, I had no chance. That was just a terrible decision on my part. On the frozen pond, well, finally got something to go under. I bet the over five and a half between the Hurricanes and the Rangers. So I lose that ticket. I do cash in the NBA. This is thanks to the quarter once again. I had the Magic and the Jazz over the 222 and a half. And that's my recap for Thursday. So now let's get to the card for Friday. It's an interesting day. Feels like a light day. Yeah, college basketball needs to get back next week because I need something to bet on. So our Twitter vote update for my first four bets in college football from earlier this week. I'll just give you an update on where the Twitter vote stands. UCLA minus three at Arizona is currently the leader in the clubhouse at 31.3%. Syracuse, which is playing here on Friday night, and part of the reason why I'm mentioning mentioning this, I bet them at a minus one and a half against Boston College. They're the second vote getter right now at 27.1%. So there's a chance 
They'll end up being our Twitter vote. I'll post it on Twitter. I think I have the poll ending around noon central on Friday, but that's where it sits right now. If they end up being our Twitter vote, sorry, I didn't get to mention it on the podcast, but more than likely, I think UCLA will be the vote. We'll find out, though. Third place right now in the vote, it's USC plus the three against Washington. That is 22.9% of the vote. And uh, rounding it out, Florida Atlantic minus the one at UAB. That currently has 18.8% of the vote. Once again, I'll share with you what the Twitter vote is once it happens. So Syracuse game tonight, once again, I locked it in at the minus one and a half. The line's back up to two and a half, three. I liked it at three right away to start the week. So I still like it at the current number. I'd play it again, may even add an extra unit on it, of course, if it's the Twitter vote. But uh, I think the last winless team in the ACC gets one tonight. So once again, I'm on the orange at home over the Eagles of Boston College. I'm also going to touch the other game tonight in college football. It's the border war. It's the bronze boot battle between Colorado State and Wyoming. So the folks in Laramie love the fact that head coach Craig Bull has dominated Sheep Week during his time at Wyoming. The Cowboys have won six of the last seven, including the last two against Colorado State. 14-3 win last year in Fort Collins. Yes, it was a low-scoring defensive battle. Wyoming is 5-3 and three in the season. They're 2-2 two and two in the Mountain West, but they're also going to be coming into this one off of back-to-back losses. They lost by seven at Air Force, and then last week, they laid an egg. They lost by 25 at Boise State. Colorado State, on the other hand, they're 3-5 and five on the season. They're 1-3 in the conference with that lone conference win coming against Boise State. So there's a common opponent to kind of highlight right away. The Rams have dropped two straight themselves, though. They lost by two at UNLV, a game I backed them plus the points and cashed the ticket. Then last week in a blizzard, they lost by 17 to a very, very good Air Force team. So the Rams do have a good offense, but they also might be missing a couple key starters in this one, including wide receiver Torrey Horton. So keep an eye on that. He's a game-time decision. I typically like the underdogs in a revenge spot in a rivalry. But my models actually say the line in this one should be nine, nine and a half points. And the line has actually dropped from seven to six. Wyoming is the better football team, and they're going to be coming off of back-to-back losses themselves. That's a little too much good for me to pass up. So I'm going to lay the six with the Pokes at home over Colorado State. Give me the Cowboys of Wyoming minus the six. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Next up on the card, I rarely touch this, but like I said, I need action on my card. So I go to PGA Golf. It's the Wild World Wide Technology Championship in Mexico. Easy for me to say, of course. So here we go. It's a round two matchup between Cameron Young and Sahith Sagala. The Gala. Yeah, I mispronounce everything. I apologize for that. But the Gala shot two under on day one. Young shot seven under, and we know golf's not easy, even at the pro level, but Young made it look easy yesterday. Driving accuracy was first, 14 of 14. Greens in regulation yesterday, 
first, 18 of 18. He needed no sand saves. He needed no scrambling yesterday. Meanwhile, Thagala was just 14 of 18 hitting greens. Both players had similar putting success. I expect the accuracy to even out a little bit today. And I get a plus 120. So give me Sahith Thagala plus the 120 over Cameron Young in a head-to-head for round two. Yes, I'm not a PGA expert, but I know I'm very inconsistent with golf. I watch enough golf. Players are inconsistent at times. And when you have as good a day as Young had on Thursday, that will tend to even out the following day. So that's why, once again, I like the plus 120. Then to the coin flip games. On the frozen pond in the NHL, New Jersey Devils at the St. Louis Blues. The total six and a half. Heads it is. I'm on the over six and a half between New Jersey and St. Louis. Then in the NBA, it's the in-season tournament. I'm going to find out what this is about, I guess. It's the New York Knicks at the Milwaukee Bucks. The total is 228. Go to the coin. Tails it is. So I'm on the under 228 between the Knicks and the Bucks. And I know I confuse some of you that may be new to the podcast, but I'm so bad at handicapping the NHL and the NBA I just let a coin decide what I'm going to do. I pick the game on TV that I can watch, and then I flip a coin and go from there because I want action. I'm going to watch the game anyway, but uh, yeah, I can't handicap it to save my life. I can spend a ton of time looking at the numbers, and I'm always wrong. So I'm just going to use the quarter. I'll stick to handicapping the sports I enjoy. Golf, yeah, I'm going out of my element there. We'll see how that goes today. But let's recap the card for Friday as I talk in circles. Here we go, college football. I'm on Syracuse, minus the one and a half against Boston College. In the border war for the bronze boot, I'm on Colorado State, minus the six. Or excuse me, I'm on Wyoming, minus the six over Colorado State. It's been a long night, of course. In golf, round two, I'm on Sahith Thagala, plus the 120 over Cameron Young. In the NHL, I'm on the New Jersey Devils and the St. Louis Blues over the six and a half. And in the NBA, I'm on the New York Knicks and the Milwaukee Bucks under the 228. So that's your card for a Friday. Oh, boy, I can't wait for the weekend. As always in, wow, I can't even do my wrap up here today. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.